0: Hi it's Greg and Lucky and this is our podcast if you don't catch us from five to nine this is what you missed
1: well, most of us have probably been awake for about an hour or so now so let's talk about going right back to bed because really <laughs> <laughs> that's what you all want to do yeah we get up in the morning and we just say oh, in about uh hopefully 10 or so 12 hours something I'll be right back in your loving arms um I guess it's more than 12 hours well for me, it's only in about 12 hours. I'll be, I'll be right back in bed by about 4 o'clock this afternoon. Uh, anyhow, let's talk about bedtime routines. Um, when you go to bed, uh, and do you fall right asleep or do you have a whole pre-sleep routine? Many people, the average person, spends 44 minutes in bed before they fall asleep. Wow. Yeah, I would say that. Uh, And and that might have to do with all all the the pre-sleeping, too, the brushing of the teeth, the getting the the pajamas on. Well, they say in bed, though. 44 minutes in bed. Right? So it's probably, yeah, well over an hour. Oh,
0: yeah. I I think most of us now, you lie down, you check checking your phone, if it's email, social media, playing a game, app, watching TV. I mean, that's usually at least a half an hour there. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, uh, a little more than half of the average person has a bedtime routine. I, I, I literally hit the pillow and I'm out cold. But you know what you like, so you will, like, tuck
0: into the sheets and They're gone. And that's it. I am. Like, out. You're not reading a book. You're no. not doing.
1: Nothing. Anything? No cold. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm usually half a jug of red into so. <laughs> <Yeah>. Probably helps. <laughs> um, We love, as you just said. To be playing with our electronics. Yep. We love our YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Reddit, and TikTok. It's taking over playing with our bits. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, there is a a real concern um, with doctors stating that uh, the younger generation, so whatever the teenage to 20-something generation uh, sex and uh self-pleasuring and all of that has has really taken a, a back seat. It's not as for whatever reason important to them as perhaps it was uh when we were young. I suggest it's got a lot to do with the access to porn. Right. You know, we just Yeah, but that's the self-pleasuring part, you know, is it? I know, but probably it's so available that they're uh, bored with it. Yeah. You know, it was listen, when we were a teenager, when I was a teenager, even to see naked a naked woman to see a set of boobs until like it was a rare treat right. yeah to be up late watching the italian channel <laughs> and now it's just it's in your hand literally right. all the time yeah. anyhow most of us set an alarm before bed or have a preset on our phone one in 5 say there's a 100% chance they'll hit snooze at least once uh uh-huh. a third of us will wash our face before bed more than half will brush our teeth. More than half? More and than half. I am guilty of not brushing my teeth before bed. Really? I, I will brush in the morning, and I will brush in the afternoon after my nap. Okay. But, uh, again, half a jug of red, and I'm putting the toothbrush in my mouth is not something I'm interested really? in. You brush your teeth every night? Yes. You do, huh? But you, you, you're you, probably a good two and a half to three hours of prep before bed. Like, if you went to bed at 10, you're probably prepping around 7. Right. Not, Not so much. What with the headgear and the night nurse, <laughs> the, 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 the pillows under the legs and you know, the
0: supporting in the back, they don't, don't take that long to uh, to implement. The pressure. I, I'm guilty of the phone and and the TV certainly.
1: The pressure blanket. <laughs> Do you have one of those too? Uh,
0: I've got a weighted blanket. I don't use it in the summer. I usually use it
1: for naps. Okay, so I I, I, I well I'm gonna have to sneak into your house one night just. To... <laughs> <laughs> you see, the fans are going. Yes, the pressure blankets and yes. The so blanket, the weighted blankets. If I only had to, my, <laughs> it's pretty ridiculous. If I
0: only had to walk in yeah. and uh, and tuck into bed, yeah. you're right. It's it's uh, the first thing I would do is turn on the fan. Right, then I gotta then I gotta check the water in the uh, in the mask to make sure that's going. Uh, I got enough of, of that. Yeah, uh, I'll have to plug in my phone. Right, uh, and make sure the alarm is good and that it's not too loud because I'm always uh, going that's with the volume the up and down. Right, uh, then I adjust uh, the pillows. How many pillows you three. got? Three. You've got three. One for under the legs. Two for the head. <laughs> Uh, you are such a pampered
1: little uh-oh. child. Oh, I forgot the mouth guard. You can put that in. Gr- How do you even breathe? For like, grinding. I mean, I know the snoring, but with all this well, stuff, you actually breathe somewhat.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Just enough to get the brain moving, I guess. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, then you put the the mask on, lie down, and turn it on, or wow. it'll turn on automatically when I start breathing.
1: And, and what's your sleep attire?
0: Uh, boxers. Okay. Yeah. You? Just tuck in.
1: Out cold. Out cold. L- Literally, Tossed out. I'm in my house. Naked. Well, no. I used to enjoy sleeping nude. Uh, but uh, then I started worrying about uh, incidents in the bed. You want to leave remnants? Um... Yeah, literally, I have my house pants on from the moment I get home, and I sleep in those house pants. So when I go upstairs, it's T-shirt off, face down, out. Wow. Probably under a minute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maria is usually mid-conversation with me, <laughs> and I'm gone. <laughs> so we got kicked in the butt again yesterday with another hike in interest rates, and, um, you know, I, I, I really do feel... For people who are carrying big lines of credit, we all have them. Most of us are carrying some sort of debt, be it a mortgage or a line of credit or Visa, credit cards. Um, And and to see things go up the way they have, and they have not gone up this quickly, this fast in a very long time. For those who went and made massive purchases or got into million-dollar homes uh under the idea that well the interest rates have been so low for so long that can't change well that's that's a real false sense of security yeah i mean they were like down around and they have been down around one percent since about 2018 and we haven't seen hikes like this we haven't even seen an interest rate this high since like 2007 they're saying so it's it's it is a sting and it's a hard sting fast but to believe that this was always going to be the case was kind of uh, silly. Yeah, but we get so, and I'm guilty of it.
0: We get so wrapped up in the in the ah, uh, you know, they say it's this free can't money. last forever, but you know, it's not going to go up that fast or, or that quickly. When we could have seen the writing on the wall in the pandemic, mm-hmm. the problem is we were sitting at home and not spending our money. So had a false sense of security in the sense that we had more of it than we thought, or it was okay to spend more of it because we could take on a little larger monthly nut uh, when it came to paying off a line of credit, or you have lots of time to do that. We don't have Mm -hmm. to worry so much about that. We all felt we had so much equity in our homes yeah. Right? Yeah. That, you know, with housing prices, the way that they soared, all of a sudden, you know, the house you bought for 300 grand is worth 1.2, and mm-hmm. you're like, okay, this is this is great. Uh, I'm I'm way ahead of the game here, so I can use some of that equity and pay it off, uh, you know, slowly because the interest rates are so low. We had the warnings that they were going up. The problem we have now is that, you know, if you have a, a big mortgage mm-hmm. or a big line of credit... And you're watching that monthly payment go up or what you're paying off on it go down.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then on top of that, the inflation that's happening uh, and the price of everything that we use on a regular basis yep. uh, is going up. It, it looks like a vicious circle that's going to swallow some people up right
1: now. Yeah, no, for, for sure. And look, it, back to 2017, uh, and uh, 2016, uh, that's when we did a major renovation in our home, one that I had never undertaken ever in any house I lived in, and I did it like so many others under the idea that, well, the house is now worth 200000 more than I paid for and they, two years ago. And, mm-hmm. you know, and so why not dump thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars 50000 into our place? And many people did it. That's why you could not find a, a general contractor anywhere. They were all booked, all renoing homes. Right. And now we find ourselves five, six years down the road. And the pandemic certainly was a big part of it. And now, we were doing that. As well, Craig, with the price of a, a piece of wood mm-hmm.
0: tripling, right? A right. like two by four was was gone from like three bucks to nine, and we were still and paying. we were like,
1: all right, sure, whatever. Yeah,
0: well, what else am I going to do with my money? Well, I need
1: I, that floating in it. I need that six person shower. So, <laughs> let's get that built. It, it, it's going to be a rough ride for many of us uh, for some time. Now. If we can just hang on, right? That's the idea. Much like it was low forever, it won't be this high forever. And also remember, and I know things are all gradual, and it's, you know, when when I was talking to the lovely Maria about this last night, because we forget. Certainly, okay, everybody talks about the 80s when it went to 21%, and I don't think that's ever going to happen again. But, you know, when we bought our first home in the early 90s, it was like six, right. you know. Okay, had it gone up gradually, slowly, yes. that That's the issue, is that it goes up a quarter point one year and a quarter point the next. You can fight through that. It's when it goes up to almost two points in a year.
0: Well, and, it, and it's not done. They're and talking about done. a couple more hikes to come. Yeah. And, and that's fine for, you know... In your situation, mine, where we've been our, in our house for quite some time, mm. but there's a lot of people right now who are uh, either just moved in mm-hmm. or haven't even been moved in yet mm. and maybe extended themselves knowing that the rate was low, yeah. who are staring down the pipe of what will be a, a much different rate by the time that they move mm-hmm. in or get established or start to chunk off some of that mortgage. And sure, you know, sitting back and saying, well, you shouldn't have chunked off that much, it, yeah, they not not really uh not really cool because you know people need to live they need yeah. to find a house to live in yeah. uh and the rate that the houses were going up and the and the prices were were going up you know they had to get in at some point there's a lot of people who are going to be in. some serious stress right now.
1: Yeah, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of people sitting up late nights uh, anywhere. Oshawa is a great example, as it's nicknamed. And right. in North Oshawa, you just look at all the subdivisions up there, and they're all very expensive homes for the most part. But they continue to be built. Go north up Harmony Road, and it's just massive areas of subdivisions to be built across the city. Yeah.
0: You know, to, to go to go along Taunton Steels anywhere north of that from Oshawa all the way to Brampton, they're going to find
1: the expansion is crazy. Yeah, well, the difference is, and I've noticed this ever since moving here, it seems like North Durham really developed a lot slower than the West End. Like, you really got to go north of Highway 10 to finally get out in the middle of nowhere. Right. Like, it's close to Orangeville now before you can actually be out breathing kind of fresh air in in the wilderness a bit. Once you kind of get up around the escarpment, uh, uh, Bell Fountain and all of that. But in the East End, you literally, when I first got here, when I was driving from Markham to here, there was nothing along Taunton. Yeah. Now it's all subdivided. Like now it's happening. Yes. Well, and I think the
0: 407 expansion had
1: a massive part to do that, right? No, for sure. And and I, but I shake my head too because I think, well, these home builders they must be feeling the pinch huge now because before people were just putting their stamp down on whatever lot they wanted thinking well it's going to be 1% interest right. i'm going to buy this 900,000 dollars home well I, yeah they might there might be a little bit of
0: panic coming to them thing is they haven't built the ones that they're yeah. they've already sold yet, yeah that's right, right? so yeah. you know they they're okay for the next little bit it's going to be after this stage what happens
1: there's a uh, photo of uh Tiff Macklem, I guess he's the, the head, the, yeah. the Thanks, big guy, Canada. yeah. he's walking into the Bank of Canada with a big poop-eating grin on his face. I would suggest at this time, give it a bit of a sour look. <laughs> Maybe act like you're not so happy. So this is something I think that's uh, changed in parenting oh, over the last you know, decade or more, probably, in that uh, parents really have a need to be seen as a, a cool parent to their kids, and right. they, they get very involved in their their children's lives. You know, I, it's funny. I think back to like when I was a kid and going to school. I don't even know that my dad knew where the school was that I went to, or probably didn't even know the name of it. Like if I were to quiz him now and say, Dad. Name the three schools I went to. Right. I don't think you could name one of them. They just it was just a different time. Parents worked and they provided, but your schooling and your social life and your entertainment was of your own business. You you dealt with that. But uh, it seems to be a, a, a way parents do things now where they're really eager to learn more about their kids' uh, hobbies and interests and um many of them try to take on you know doing things that their kids do like playing you know, whatever the video game of the day is or getting involved in social media and trying to embrace their hobby so they have something in common. Mm. I mean, it's probably fine, and especially with preteens. Like, you're right at that stage. Your your boys uh, are doing whatever they're doing and they're into whatever they're into, so you try as a parent to to be somewhat involved in that so that you can have a, a connection with them. But it's funny because when kids are asked about uh learning or showing interest in their parents hobbies or interest almost all of them go nah nah, not interested all these kids were asked about different things that their mom and dads are into and they're like eh, i don't i don't really care it means nothing to me huh you know uh certainly from your standpoint, I guess it works a little bit because your kids are into sports like you are. So playing golf or hockey is yeah. something you have in common. But, right. but if you like when your dad was collecting coins yeah. or, or uh, stamps, right. you know. Zero interest. Yeah. Right? I mean, it, well,
0: he tried to get me interested in it through collecting, like, baseball cards. Right. Right. And, and but it was just a different, because the stamp collecting is you get them and you don't touch them. Right. Right. You put them away. Yeah. Right. And so he was like, well, you get this baseball card, if you think it's a wor- like worthy one, don't yeah. touch it. Keep it in mint condition. Right. Right. That's the the art of collecting. Yeah. Uh, which, you know, I wasn't all that interested in. I just wanted to open up packets and see what i got
1: yeah like if you're big into say your your parents were big into um running or bicycle riding or any kind of you know this the exercise stuff when you're like a preteen or or maybe even a teenager certainly like the last thing you want to do is go jogging with your dad right
0: you know i you know it's interesting because we're in the radio business and music that you know i remember and i have to often take myself back to the the time when I was their age and discovering my own music mm-hmm. uh, and it wasn't what my parents were listening right, to
1: of course right
0: and so when I'm in the car and I've got control of the stereo and, and you know mm-hmm. that they're not particularly interested in what I'm listening to although mm-hmm. I think you know I like to think we listen to some of the same stuff but then you know they'll get into some more rap and they want to they're always pushing the boundaries of what they're allowed to sure. listen to yeah and you know while the parent in me says ah they probably shouldn't be listening to some of this stuff you know i have to think back to a time when you know my parents probably hated what i was listening Mm -hmm, to for sure you know had to let me develop my own
1: what I've noticed now with my boys being in their 20s is uh, certainly with music. Yeah, we used to have it on in the house all the time. It was probably on more than the TV was back then. But I was uh, I, I always, for whatever reason, or just that I enjoyed it, I always have, like, the flashback 70s channel on. It would all be these cheesy one-hit wonders. Right. You know, the Night Chicago Died and all this, this, this stuff. And the boys heard it endlessly. And now, like, if you look at David and his playlist – it's a lot of that stuff huh. because it's nostalgia from his childhood, right? right. He, yeah. he remembers it. Or for me, because I wasn't big into sports and, and, and athletics, we connected through movies and television shows. I'd show them, you know, these are the movies I loved when I was growing up. And, and then so, so you, you have that in common. And then later in life, you found out that, uh, that they just sat there and watched those movies because <laughs> they had no choice. <laughs> They were forced into it. You really thought they were enjoying it. time, right, yeah. But there are some parents, I know, I've got friends who are like this, where they've got kids who they're just convinced that their kids love everything they're into. Right. You know, uh, my wife, my one buddy, will like, he was dragging his kid from a very young age to, like, all these, like, heavy metal concerts. And I'm like, I think all you're doing is putting the kid in therapy, honestly. <laughs> you know, some people get a little, like, sometimes it's too much. Like, again, this same buddy of mine. His son bought like a pickup truck, this really kind of cool, I don't even know what it is, but it's it's decked out a little bit. Doesn't he go out and buy the same pickup truck as, oh, a, as his kid? really? Yeah. It's weird, right? <laughs> That's weird. I said, your son's going to really need some time on a couch. And then he went, he was showing me, he goes, oh, I, I saw this really cool kind of retro Coat. You remember those little jean jackets that had like the white fur inside of them? Yeah. So he goes, Oh, I I used to have one of these when I was a teenager. He goes, So I ordered one, and I ordered one for my son as well. Oh, and wow. I go, no, so are you going to walk around in the same coat? <laughs> Matching. Denim. That is really weird. <laughs> The NFL season is back, Lucky. So for many uh, wives, they will become widows Thursday through Monday. <laughs> right. Till
0: January. <laughs> it used to just be Sunday. That was it. That was well, one day. Get it all done. Yeah. You now, yeah, Thursday night, football kicking things off uh Tonight. For the season and then you've got you know Sunday and Monday too. Sometimes a double
1: header on Monday. Remember we used to go visit uh, an aunt and uncle of mine that we were uh, very close with. uh, My parents and we'd hang out with them uh, quite a bit. And on Sundays, uh, my uncle was just an NFL fanatic and he had young children. But somehow... He was able to get away with just basically plunking his arse down from about noon on Sunday. Wow. Till Sunday night every weekend. Really? Like he just, I guess it was part of the deal. It's like if you marry, you know, you marry a golfer, somebody who's into anything, and you just have to accept going into the marriage, okay, this is his passion. Right. I got to accept it. So maybe he got, you know, he took care of anything he was responsible for, I guess he took care of on Saturdays so that Sunday he didn't have to say you know, cut the grass or right. you know, pay attention to the family. <laughs> yeah. I was—I always marveled at that. I, yeah. I just thought, wow. Well, it was like a, an
0: 11-hour stretch, yeah. too. Yeah. You, you go through the 1 o'clock games, 4 o'clock games, any yeah. you know, 30 Sunday nighter.
1: I, I mean, it was a, a, a great thing, certainly, for uh, any young man who was out late partying on Saturday nights because he'd just sleep in Sunday and then spend the rest of the day on the couch watching yeah. football and sleeping. Right. When you were young and single and yes. nobody gave a damn, <laughs> remember how great life was back then, Lucky. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and that was really before, you know, the sports betting, yeah, on Sunday nights really, you know, took effect. Mm-hmm. Pro line and, and pick'em pools like the Rock
1: pick'em pool that like gets going tonight, too. right? We can get that going for sure. And actually, I was reading a little bit um, some time back now about uh, the NFL versus the CFL, and and there was a time in the '70s. Where in Canada, at least, the CFL by far dominated. There, you know, there was a time that you would uh, go and see photos or on on television of the uh, c grounds and Exhibition Stadium when the Argos were playing. And it would be absolutely packed. Like, it was a real thing for a moment. Um, but gambling in the NFL is really what steered so many people to that game. It's it, it, At one point, I mean, the NFL was always popular, but not to the extent that it is now. Right. And and basically, it's all based on gambling. And there's numbers that show it. Like 46 million people uh, over the uh, NFL season will, will lay a bet down. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then... And, and...
0: And all kinds of different ones too whether whether mm-hmm. you're betting on individual games you're betting on you know uh, the entire weekend if it's the whole season long mm-hmm. there's, just, there's so many uh, little caveats you have fantasy sports now taking over dominating things as, yeah. as people just get involved and, and it got to a point you know for me with uh, with with fantasy sports especially is that I I it really is what kind of took over I was never really that sunday afternoon got to sit down and follow a team right. and, and watch it you know friends who were and uh, you know became fans of one team watched and followed everything that they did mm-hmm. but when i started getting into fantasy sports all of a sudden the team didn't matter anymore right you could and the game didn't matter anymore mm-hmm. it was and and some some players kind of have a beef with this too because it comes down to just individuals. Okay. And stars and players and you know, I could be watching a Green Bay Minnesota game hmm. and if I've got a starting running back and wide receiver somewhere in that game, I'm interested. Right. Right? And right. that and that for the NFL is massive because yeah. all of a sudden now it's not just following your own market. Right. Right. It, and and in the GTA likely bills, right, when they came in. So yep. it's not just following Buffalo. All of a sudden, you've got people watching for every game.
1: Right. And now, can you gamble like that in hockey so you would care if Minnesota and Dallas were playing? still can.
0: Absolutely. Right. And, and, uh, you know, the the problem with or the difference for the most part when it came to hockey, especially early on, is that you didn't have wide coverage. Mm. If you were in Toronto, I was growing up. You saw the Toronto game.
1: That's it. And That's that was all it, right. Yeah. right? That was
0: the one that was on. It was on CBC. It was hockey night in Canada. That was it. Now... You've got access to every game, and you can watch it. So if you're a fan of another team that's not Toronto-based, you can watch that. Uh, obviously, if you're if you're betting, and for up until the last couple of years, you had to if you're playing Pro Line, you had to place multiple bets, mm-hmm. right? You had to bet at least three games. So likely you were interested in what was happening in a in a late game or some other game, but you weren't necessarily watching it. And it wasn't you know the thing with the NFL is it gets appointment tuning, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> oh yeah, you know. It's only Sunday. and Maybe you could justify that to the family a little bit, right? I'll be a part-time dad for six days a week. I'm gone (laughs) on Sundays. And I I can tell you throughout the whole season what time my team is playing or what time I'm going to be watching that game. You know, I'm busy Sunday night at 8. Now,
1: for sure, and um, yeah i thought I thought I had a point there, but I <laughs> blank but we are we aren't talking sports. I'm glad I stayed upright for this long it's not like that concussion syndrome yeah, happened. I think I just got hit by a uh what happened what are they what do they call them in football those guys that knock people over right a um, linebacker that's them so uh the super Bowl uh, defending l a rams taking on uh the bills tonight, and um and this is the time of year too. that And I I remember a buddy of mine, he would do this every year, and so I kind of got into it. You don't. It's better now because you can go in and lay a bet down on one particular game, whereas with Pro Line before you had to do all these picks. But he would always go with the long shots at the beginning of any yes. sport season, because that's when you can. So you would. Like, you'd put money down. I don't know. Are the Bills supposed to be good this year? Are yeah, they... this would be a good game tonight, too. Okay, all
0: right. Oh, so, so, Bills had a great season last year, they're building on it, too. Right. So,
1: so you know, if, if the Bills were uh, a stinker, and they're facing the Super Bowl-defending L.A. Rams, then you would put down 20 bucks on the Bills, right? right. That would be the long shot. But anyhow, uh, this year, uh, uh, Tampa Bay Bucs, um, Kansas City Chiefs, Dallas Cowboys, all expected to uh, make a big push. Oh, the Bills were on that list too, as yeah. well. Yeah, oh yeah, to uh, be Super Bowl contenders. Right. Well, and and that's the thing with the NFL. You've had a lot
0: of parity mm. over the last you know several years, where you know it's it the dynasty era is is diminishing. Uh, although you still have some teams who are struggling, the Detroits and the Clevelands. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they make for some very exciting <laughs> kind of uh, long-shot games every now and then. But you've got some really good competition, and that that has been huge for the NFL.
1: Yeah, I know now a lot of people will joke about why at Thanksgiving the, uh, the Lions still get that game in the right. States, right? Because they've stunk for so long, but it's just tradition, so... This was uh, the first time we spoke of the NFL on this morning show. The next time we'll be around Super Bowl. <laughs> the Statue of Liberty. She's got herself a big honker on her. Her nose is four and a half feet long. Wow. When she sneezes gets the whole Hudson River. <laughs> <laughs> Cover that up. Does she right. move her arm? <laughs> can, she, can she sneeze at her elbow? <laughs> That's right. She gives all of Manhattan COVID
0: that's uh that's a gonzo level schnoz That's a big one yeah for
1: sure well, she's a tall lady right you know i guess it's all proportions david bowie was the first major artist to release a downloadable single in 1996 it was a song called telling lies wow he was uh always up on the current trend
0: yeah uh fourteen fourteen modem like how how long would that have taken to download that song yeah <laughs> Yeah, that's true. And a disappointment at the end of it. Yeah, but it would have been a 1990 song <laughs> by skipping, Bowie. Digitized,
1: yeah. yeah. Well, and it was a song from the 90s for Bowie, so it's probably disappointing because it probably sucked. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I waited an hour for this. Yeah, I mean, look, look at okay, uh, the guy was unbelievable in the 70s. I wasn't a big fan of the 80s stuff when he really became popular, <laughs> but he was uh, he was unbelievably great in the in the 70s. Uh, in the '90s, not so much. Oh.
0: Kids these days will never know the pain of waiting for for downloads oh. at, the, at the rate. Oh yeah, that we did in the '90s. Yeah, especially like a boob pic. Right?
1: Oh Jesus! <laughs> You'd be done masturbating before. We... <laughs> You're already lying there in your own film. <laughs> You know, it's funny, too. I hear these new ads for the uh, iPhone 14, better photos, better processing, faster. How faster can it get? It like can everything never is, be fast enough. It's right there as it is. <laughs> we are so spoiled by technology that yeah. the second
0: we have to wait for something. Oh, yeah. And, like, seconds. Yeah. Maybe not frustrated. seconds. Yeah.
1: yeah. You, you go to log into something and the wheel spins once, yeah. delete gone. What's wrong with this? Thing? Yeah. Um... In the official monopoly rules, the reward for landing on free parking is nothing.
0: Yes, yeah, it's a it's a cruel. Mm-hmm. I mean, but it, it just goes to show, as a society, we want something all the time. Like we're mm-hmm. always we always feel we deserve, we're owed something. We need to be right?
1: rewarded. Yeah. Like when here's a, here's a space where you don't owe anything. Yeah, you just passed twelve hotels. <laughs> <laughs> or however many you can have on one side. I mean, normally you, you
0: think you throw a 500 down around there, right? And then you throw in all your luxury taxes and everything. Yeah,
1: every time you owe income tax, it goes into that. Or, yeah, when you get one of the uh, the cards that tell you you have to pay. Anything you have to pay into outside of property, right. you, you throw in there. Yeah. You're not supposed to pay that way. And Hasbro has always discouraged people from house rules like this because that's how Monopoly turns into a super long game. Oh. Oh, uh, yeah. Because you're down to the wire, you've got a buck, and all of a sudden you pull in seventy two grand <laughs> off the middle of the board. <laughs> That's right. Uh, I yeah. guess we're going to breakfast.
0: I guess you're supposed to get bankrupt at some point, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. And and everybody does the side hustles too, right? <laughs> You know, no. I'll make you dinner for a month if you let me pass by. I just love for a second that
0: video that you had shared of you playing Monopoly with <laughs> your son. The expletives yeah. that you unleashed. Those early
1: days of COVID. Oh, yeah, I did. I got very upset. Kid hosed me. You am going to find that and share it again. Um... <laughs> The first and only G-rated movie to win Best Picture was Oliver That was in 1969. One year later, Midnight Cowboy became the first only X-rated movie oh. to win Best Picture. Yeah. What thought The Lion King out of jail. I guess not. Uh it might have been it might have won some animated. It definitely animated won thing. some, yeah. Um before a certain well-known company was named what they are today, they were going to be called Relentless and you could actually go to relentless.com. And it'll redirect you to this current company. Really? The current company, Amazon. Right. It was originally going to be called Relentless. Relentless. Which is what it kind of is now. Well, <laughs> oddly enough. Yeah. But originally he was just selling books. Right, right, out of his garage. Yeah. Yep. It, uh, it takes more than 52 gallons of water to make one latte. It's because you have to factor in the water it takes to produce the coffee, the milk, the sugar, the materials for the cup, sleeve, and lid. Wow. So enjoy that latte. Right. The sound of most toilets flushing is in the key of (laughs) (laughs) E-flat. Okay. Mine just sounds with a a, a groan. As soon as I walk into the bathroom, my toilet groans. Oh, no, not you again. Um. A McDonald's quarter pounder patty starts at 4.25 ounces, which is slightly over a quarter of a pound, but it's only three ounces when it's done cooking. Ooh, a
0: little bit of fat and yeah. grease in there. Uh huh. Burning that off.
1: Man, they're good though. Phosphorus was uh, accidentally discovered in the 1660s by a guy who was boiling his pea to turn it into gold. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe leave that part out of the story. Yeah.
0: Maybe just say, hey, I found this new thing called phosphorus. How'd you find it?
1: Never just mind. came up with it. That's right. Just <laughs> bring it Never up. Mind. Don't Never. ask. <laughs> oh, the 1660s must have been great, huh? Tina Turner is no longer an American citizen. She gave up her U.S. citizenship. Oh, yeah. She, uh, she pulled a Shania, right? Yeah. yeah. She headed over. She couldn't get far enough away from uh, Ike. So she went to Switzerland. Right. She's been living there since 1994. And, uh, she's been a Swiss resident, uh, since 2013. I actually saw the Shania Twain uh, documentary. And there was one on Tina actually a while back that I caught bits and pieces of. Uh, Shania Twain's living all right. Yeah. So it's just got a nice little little place, yeah. in the Swiss mountains, yeah, just little, a little getaway. It's
0: just a slight improvement from yeah. Deerhurst those years ago. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so that's a tiny bit better resort, sure. hey. little big better, a little bigger mountain. Hey, Shania, do you ever go back to Thunder Bay? <laughs> no. <laughs> when the first typewriter was created in 1868, the creators saved money by not including keys for the zero or the one. They just figured people could use uh, O and I. Oh, all right. Yeah. Now they make great
0: passwords when you do that kind of stuff.
1: Like oh, put the one in instead oh, of an yes. I. Or yeah. I do that now. Right. Yeah, that's true. Some species of caterpillars have evolved to look like bird poop. So if a bird spots them, they won't get eaten. That's a good call. Yeah, that's a smart one on their their part. And um, if all the insects, insects, if all of the insects in the world combined, all of them put together, they weigh 300 times more than all the people on the planet. Wow! So the insects are to blame for the problem. That's well. Yeah. I mean, they weigh nothing, but there's so like there's give, so many of them. You see, like you see when you get the ants, you yeah, know, coming true. up out of the ground. There's a lot of them, and that's just ants. Oh my! But three hundred times the weight of all the people. Yeah, yeah there's
0: some big people. <laughs> rock mornings with, with Craig Venn and Lucky, Lucky. ninety four mm-hmm. nine, the Rock.